Hey everyone, welcome to Living the Liminal, Braving the Edge podcast. Thank you so much for being with us today. I am Christy Peck, an intuitive life coach, mentor to many, and writer and author. Beyond this podcast, I wrote a book about transformation and the journey to wholeness called Coming Home, A Love Story. You can find it on Amazon or my website at www.christypeck.com, along with a lot of other resources and ways to get in touch with me if you're interested or curious about what coaching can do for you. This podcast is a place, a conversation, a learning classroom. We talk and we share stories about what it means to live fully alive in the in-between. That pause can be truly frightening as hell and magically splendid at the same time. Authentically meeting our moments is what we are here for. And together, we can nourish our hearts and soul with creativity and adventure. I mean, come on, let's get messy here. Bold courage. Why don't we just go for it? Full-on emotions. Because why not? Your wild instinct and intuition that honestly often gets set aside in our busy lives. And of course, my favorite, inspiration. We really do need this lifeline. I am so glad you are here. Are you ready? Let's do this. everyone. Welcome to Living the Liminal this week. It is season 11. We are back. Um, If you're following along with me, whether it's in my newsletter or on social media, you will have known that I took a little time off. Um, Sometimes when we're really listening to ourselves, we sort of, I don't know, we kind of just get a feeling and we get an insight. And back in July, I had an insight that I was really spreading myself too thin. I was trying to do way too much. um, And it started to feel flat. Because when you spread out, okay, and you're doing too much, um, which is so easy to do in our world that we live in, then for me, my body starts to kind of give me signals. And I was just feeling very heavy and unmotivated and um, almost like I was sick, but I wasn't really sick. And that's really my, my indication that I need to, I need to pause. And, um, you know, I believe in leading by example and showing up in a way that I talk about because that's the way I integrate it into my life. What I talk about, I integrate into my life. What I talk about or write about, I live fully. Um, or if I'm not doing it well, at least I'm learning to do it well because I feel like that's really what life is all about. And that's really what it means to brave the edge. It's about getting closer to the things that scare the living shit out of us, which to be honest, the one thing that scares us the most is getting to know ourselves, like knowing ourselves well to where we can't fall victim to a story or a thought that doesn't serve us anymore. We can't fall prey to what someone else is saying about us anymore because we're going to get closer to why that bothers us. And we're going to, 
we're going to understand it a little bit more so that we understand all of us, you know, the fullness of who we really are and who really is showing up in these moments of having the frustration or the aggravation or the anger or the, the sadness or the grief, who, who about us is showing up. And there's so much I want to talk about. Um, but today I want to share a story because I believe part of why I'm here with you in this platform is to give you some inspiration. And what better way to inspire you than to share um, some of my own stories that could maybe just give you the inspiration to take a look at your own stories, take a look at your own experiences. Um, you know, this life that we're living is, is fully a classroom. No matter where you are, who you are, what you're doing, who you're with, it is a classroom. It's here to teach you something. And if we can sort of bow to that teacher, then we really are expanding our lives and we're expanding into our fullness and we're living in the way that our soul has been calling us to do all along. Um, so a while back, um, I was having this experience and um, I didn't know what to do. I was really struggling. I was I was in a state of confusion, which means that, you know, my head was telling me one thing, you know, you should do this, you need to do this, this is what this means, this is what you need to be doing, um, why don't you do it, just get out there and do it, and then there was like, my heart was sort of like negating that, and, and going, no, no, what are you doing, why are you doing that, why do you want to go do that again, and it was really like a conflict of I'm going to say interest because I think interest is sort of like this conflict of wondering, you know, we're always wondering what's, what's best, what's the best action, what's the best decision, what's, what's the one that's really going to impact everyone. And, and I'm really a firm believer that what's good for one is good for everyone else. Um, I wrote about that story when my twins were born and a decision that I made in the middle of the night where I decided what was gonna be good for me was also going to be good for them and everyone else because I had to think about all of us. That's what it means to have a win-win relationship. And um, so I was faced with this experience and the synchronicities were just mind-blowing. Um, I laughed through them because, you know, I share a lot about synchronicities because they just, I'm aware of them. I'm aware of them. You can be aware of them too. They're available to everyone. Um, Carl Jung talks about that synchronicity is an ever-present reality for those who are, who have eyes to see. So, so the fact that you're willing to be aware and notice, that's all you need is the willingness to be aware, to notice. Then you can start to see your own synchronicities. And that's kind of like the universe's way to say, mm-hmm, that's where you need to be. Mm-hmm, that's what you need to be doing. Mm-hmm, that's kind of who you are. Follow this little nugget. It's like a golden nugget, right? So I'm faced with this situation and I don't know what to do. I don't know what's best for me. I don't know what's good for me in this situation. I was torn between a lot of little inner conflicts. So I decided that I was gonna surrender to the moment. 
because I really do believe that if we meet our moments and we surrender to what the moment is there to teach us, you know, what wisdom it has for us, um, then we can't, that's a win-win, right? That's a win-win. So I decided to meet the moment and I, I kind of, um, got myself very still and I asked this question of the universe. I surrendered it to a higher power. Um, and I said, please express to me, um, what is in my highest good regarding, and then I went through the experience and then I just let go. Instantly, I feel a call, like, like almost like a pushing me into my, I'm in my house. So it's pushing me into uh, cleaning. I felt the need to clean. And so I go to get some cleaning supplies and feel compelled to wipe down doors. So I start cleaning the doors. Well, doors are very sim symbolic, okay, of like openings. So I instantly kind of get the sense that, and again, this is all about paying attention to the patterns and like what, like linking, like if you think about a necklace, you have like things that link together. And that's all that this is, is just paying attention to the linkage between and what things could mean for me. So I instantly feel like the doors are an opening, right? You open two, you close off. Okay. So I'm, I'm in this process now of discerning so that I can hear my intuition so that I can hear this higher wisdom. Um, and I felt like the doors were messy. So the concept of even sort of getting, cleaning up the mess, right? Um, is sort of like clarity. I'm gonna gain some clarity. So I knew at that moment, this like instant moment, oh, okay, I'm gonna go on a little journey, a little adventure here. And as soon as I cleaned the doors, I then felt compelled to clean the kitchen, wiping down the, the cabinets and the countertops and cleaning the, the, the um, stovetop, um, washing dishes, cleaning the floors. Well, again, the symbolic nature of the kitchen has to do with our emotions. So I knew that I had some messy emotions and that I was gaining clarity about how do I really feel here? And what do I really want here? And um, so I was already beginning to sort of shift perception. Now, at that time, I popped in my headphones because I was really the only one at home. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to pop in my headphones. And the first song that comes on, I hit a playlist. And, and this song was on the playlist. This was the only song that was on the playlist. So the song that comes up is Everything is Everything by Lauren Hill. I mean, the title alone was cracking me up. So I'm, I'm listening to it and some words kind of pop out. Some of the lyrics pop out to me. And the words are struggles in their youth. And I realize, oh my gosh, I'm being taken back to emotions and insight and thoughts uh, because, because thoughts are reality, right? We have a thought and it becomes our reality. So I'm instantly sort of taking back to, oh, you're being shown some primitive ways of your thinking that maybe aren't serving you so well. Um, so 
I kind of feel like triggers in this way. I was getting a little agitated, like, really, we have to go down this route again. And I feel like that, like, triggers are sort of like infants playing. You know, you got to go in there and you got to watch them play because I don't know if, if you're a mom or if you're anyone who's been around infants, they're fascinating to watch. It's fascinating to watch how they interact with their outside world. And you can almost see that they're discerning and creating beliefs, thoughts, and ideas just by playing around with their external environment. So I knew that something was going on. Something was kind of pressure cooking here for me to kind of gain some deeper understanding and some wisdom from this. So I kind of started to think, hmm, what is the everything? Like, what does that mean? And, and what kind of instant clarification can I gain from the concept of the word everything? All of a sudden, that song ends, another song comes on. Now, at that point, I am mopping the floors. And again, the floors to me in this moment are symbolic for a foundation, right? They are, they are at the bottom and they are what holds that kitchen or that room, that furniture, us in place. So I'm, I'm, I'm sort of having that sideline awareness at the same time that the second song comes on. And this song is not in the playlist. I went back and could not find these songs. The second song in the playlist was Holy, H-O-L-Y, by Jamela Woods. And the words that popped out at me when, when the song was being sung were, woke up this morning with my mind set on loving me. I mean, okay, I, I kind of had to start laughing because I am always in that place of getting back to my, my true self, getting back to my true essence. Whenever something goes on, take me back in. Let me get centered into my, my own self here. Then it goes on to say, I'm not lonely. I'm alone. And I'm holy by my own. Okay. So then I'm like, holy smokes. If this is not giving me an indication that this outside experience has nothing to do with me per se, it's not going to change who I am. It's just an outside experience that's calling me into whatever it is and that I need to get back into centering me in this moment so that I can experience this outer experience in a, in a way that's fully best for me and, and this other situation. Um, and then she goes on to say in the song, don't mess with my stuff. And I thought, okay, this is where I'm kind of getting a little fun because this little bit of snarkiness is kind of like who I am in a way. So I thought it was funny that there was a little edge to it. See, that's where the edge comes in. It's like, all right, are you gonna take this leap here? Because this is a leap. You have this experience coming towards you. But you're given this moment to say, hmm, don't mess with my stuff here. I'm not messing with me because you can't really be messed with. Your true self can never be messed with. Only your thoughts can be messed with. Your emotions can be messed with. Your physical body can be messed with. But your true nature, it doesn't change no matter what's going on outside of you. So 
it was more like what was starting to kind of transpire in my in my awareness was, hmm, okay, I'm I'm looking at different results. I need to kind of look differently in these results. And I started to have this like insight into a pattern for me, which it was always, if you do X, the results will be Y. And I was like, I don't think that's really going to work for me anymore because that's so outside of me that I have to be doing something in order to be who I am. No, that's such a false illusion. And I realized that I was sort of having that and that I had had that, like, that's what instantly came through with the song. Um, so the, the really awareness that I was also having is, wow, this is what it means to really get close to something that's frustrating and agitating and angers us. And we're confused about because that's when you become brave enough to be able to see your truth, understand the truth of who you are, so that then you can choose more purposely what it is you want. So, okay, here I am, you know, I'm walking around the house now. Now I'm kind of done cleaning. There's something that comes over and I realize I'm sort of done cleaning, but I just kind of start like dancing and moving around the house. And the next song that comes on <laughs> kind of started making me laugh because what was coming through my head is I was just kind of like dancing around the house and moving around because I was kind of getting a little like excited here is I started thinking about animals. When animals feel like they're threatened, they do things. And I have been watching a lot of animals in my backyard lately. We've had turkeys, we've had hawks, we've had hummingbirds. And all and stuff. Um, but when animals feel like there's a threat coming towards them, they don't always lash back out and go into the battle. Not always. If you really watch an animal, that's part of the time. And only when they feel like the threat is coming to them so closely that they have to, to survive. But a lot of times, more often than not, an animal will look at a situation, discern it, and do one of two other things, fly away or turn and walk away. And I've been watching this lately. It's so interesting. And it's kind of making me like get more curious around when we are in situations that frustrate us, annoy us, anger us, even like, like make us kind of wiggy. We always want to go into the battle defend, protect. But sometimes the best option is just to turn and walk away or fly away if you're into that. So here I am walking around my house, kind of having all these awarenesses and, and, and insights and wisdom. And another song comes on. And this song is by Pink called A Million Dreams. And I don't know if you've heard this song before, but it is a song that's from The Greatest Showman. And I absolutely love the song, but I've never really, really just sat and listened to the lyrics. Well, here come the lyrics. It's hilarious. I don't care if they call me crazy. I close my eyes and I can see a world that's waiting up for me. Okay. 
I instantly start laughing because I've heard this song before, but the lyrics were, it's like this. You want what you want. You want what you want. In your heart, you know what you want. Your job is to navigate how to have a win-win where you get what you want and everyone else gets what they want. Now, that sounds really hard, right? Because if, if I want to go out to dinner and my family doesn't want to go out to dinner, how can that be a win-win? Well, it requires that everyone has to get real about why they want what they want. So I want to go to dinner because my truth is I don't want to cook dinner. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. And if I get honest about what I want and why I want it, then it becomes what's going to be best for all of us is to just not make dinner, not go through all that. Just let everyone just choose what they want in the house and make it themselves. See, there's, there's like this slight variation we never really totally get to because we don't get close to the edge. We're, we're not brave enough to really get to the heart of the matter. So the song comes on and I instantly realize our dreams, both the dreams we have at night and the dreams that lie in our heart, that, you know, that truth of what we really want are nothing but invitations. And they're always inviting us. They're always inviting us to, is this what you really want? Okay, choose it. Make a purpose impacted decision right now and it will all work out. We're so afraid to do that. That's really what we're afraid to do. We're not always afraid to choose the other ways. We're always afraid to choose what's really truly in our heart. And what I started realizing too is the part of the line of the lyric where it says, I don't care if they call me crazy, because we're also scared for people to know our dreams our deep, deep desires. And we're so afraid because we're so afraid to feel good. We've been conditioned to, you know, feel limited and we've been conditioned to suffer as human beings. And so we don't often connect to what we really want. And it's so easy to bypass that. It's so easy because the, the world supports that. The universe support, I mean, not the universe, but the society, our society, the noise and the distraction in society supports that. So here I am, here comes the next song. And again, I'm going to remind you, these songs were not on my playlist. They're just randomly coming about. And the next song is by Kenny Loggins. And the title is, I Believe in Love. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Yes, I do. I mean, it was hilarious. At this point, I started to laugh because I was starting to, again, be very aware of this pattern of songs coming through. And the lyrics were, I remember me. I see faces covering in an empty, I empty spaces where there used to be a soul inside. I mean, you guys, it was incredible. The, and, and again, that song has been around for how long? I, I've listened to it before but the lyrics were speaking because I had invited in a higher wisdom and I was longing for this deeper knowing so that I could make a choice that was best for everyone involved. 
And for me, feeling good is always my signal. And how I know that is because my body feels good. It feels light. It feels lighthearted. It laughs. It moves freely. It just feels free to me when I feel good. And when I don't feel good, I get stomach aches. I, I pull up my shoulders into my neck. I start getting a little bit of a neck ache. I might even get a little bit of a headache. Um, I start coughing. I have pains in my ankles. I mean, it's very interesting when I'm not feeling good, how I do notice that. And the reality goes back to, you want what you want. I mean, you can't deny it. People do it all the time. And that's why we have disease. We have illness. We have chronic people pleasing to where we don't even know who in the freak we are sometimes because we're so into pleasing other people. But when you start to begin to use this process of discernment, as you braid the edge, as you get closer to the things that scare you, what really scares you is honoring what you want because you want what you want. And it's going to keep agonizing you until you begin to get real with it. So at this point, here comes the next song. <laughs> and again, I'm like, oh my gosh, and I'm feeling so good and I'm bubbling around the house. And, and um, the next song is by Steve Winwood and it's called Higher Love. And again, you're going to have to look up these songs if you want to hear, and maybe the lyrics will work for you. I highly encourage you. But the, the lyrics that stuck out at me were facing our fear and standing out there all alone. Now, do you remember the lyrics early on were, I'm not lonely, I'm alone. So again, there's this synchronicity of the language that's coming through for me. Let me feel that love come over me and how strong it could be. See, here's the thing. You're, you want what you want. That yearning desire for something higher than you, for a higher wisdom, a higher self, a power beyond you, that is the true connection. And when we can connect to that, we tolerate less. We tolerate less than. Because the tolerating is part of the human suffering. Oh, I'll be all right. I'll do it because. And we get locked into this identity crisis of the roles we play, the have tos, the should ofs, the, the chronic people pleasing. And it, that stuff is so outside of ourselves, trying so hard to fit into something. When you really get real with the truth of what's inside of you, it's so interesting. You want to tolerate less because you want to face this fear of not being yourself. That's the ultimate fear. We're, we're so afraid to be ourselves. You want what you want and you have to be real about it because I'm telling you, your life will continue to show you give you opportunity after opportunity after opportunity for you to get real. And once you start getting real, then the universe can subtly shift into place. Not to say we're not going to have challenges. That's part of our living. But things start to fall into place and they feel good. And you start to feel good more and more and more when you brave that edge of getting closer to the things that you want. Okay, instead of running from the things you don't want, because in my experience, it would have been so easy for me to operate out of the story, operate out of the fear, project onto this situation and run because that's, that's a pattern that I have. And it's so easy. It comes in so natural. 
So this process that I went through this day was not a natural process for me. It was really, I had to keep kind of in the momentum. I had to let something just guide me through. So um, when we are tolerating less, what that does is it opens space for us, us to get more curious. Hmm, I wonder why I feel this way. Hmm, I wonder why I don't wanna do this. Hmm, I wonder why I do wanna do X, Y, and Z. Hmm, I wonder why I want this. Hmm, I wonder what this means for me. You can get more curious. And when you get more curious, you're, you have the availability to listen to your inner wisdom because you're not distracted. You're not bypassing, you're not running away and you're not creating all this, this undue energy flowing in and out of you. You're really allowing in what is best for you and the other people involved in your experience and your situation. I had a mentor one time who told me, Christy, what's best for you will be best for everyone else. And that really has always resonated with me. I remember it quite often when I'm trying to make a decision where I, I, get, I get sort of um, tangled in the messiness of what if they, what are they gonna think about that? Or what if, what if that person's mad at me? Or what if that doesn't work out and then they won't talk to me anymore? I go back to when I'm being truthful with me and I make a decision that is for my greater purpose, it will be best for everyone else. And it doesn't mean there may not be challenges and feelings people have to work through and perceptions that need to be shifted, but it will mean that in the bigger vision, it will be best for everyone else. So here I am, I'm feeling very confident. I'm realizing what I need to do, get curious. That was, the, that was literally the solution to this entire experience was just get curious, just start asking questions. You don't have to know how the outcome is going to end because to be unattached to it is the best framework for freedom. So just get curious, start asking questions. And the more questions you ask, the more you'll eventually end up in the right place because that's inevitable. You're going to end up in the right place, but get curious is the interaction with this experience. So I decide, okay, this feels pretty good. I'm excited. I was like, woohoo! Way to go. I finally got my answer. It felt good. I was feeling so energized. And then let me tell you what the last song was. This is going to crack you up because again, these songs were not on a playlist. They were just randomly coming in on Spotify. The last song was Celebrate by Cool and the Gang. I mean, total, total purposeful, total hilariousness that this is really what it means to live the liminal is you get into that space in between and you just let the magic and the mystery and the fun and the excitement come through as you're gaining wisdom, not taking it so seriously and so literal, but just kind of let this flow kind of work through you as you work through. I didn't agonize over anything. Everything was feeling really flirty and fun and and there was a vitality to it. And see, all of those things feel really good to me. So the, the truth of the matter is, wherever you are with whatever is going on in your life, let me give you a couple things to think about. One, you are brave. So be brave enough to get close to whatever it is that is agonizing you, 
frustrating you, angering you, making you more sad and living in a state of victim grief. Get close to it. Take a look at it. It will wise you up. It will offer you something you have never imagined it will offer you. Here's another point I want to make. You are always fully supported. You are not lonely here. You are not, you are alone, but you are supported in that. And what that means by you're alone is this, that you are your own self. You are not, you're not tied to anyone or anything else. You are your own self in these relationships, whether it's with another person, your children, your family, your work, your work, you know, family, your neighborhood, your peers, you are your own self and you will be fully supported when you begin to operate from the truth that is inside of you. And the third thing is follow some sort of discernment process for you to get real as real as you need to be to know what you want because what you want will lead you to who you are. And the more you know yourself, the more brave you are gonna be to get close to those edges, to live in that fullness of who you really are. And the last thing I wanna leave you with is trust. Trust the synchronicities. Trust those things that you think, oh my God, that's a little weird. That's like a coincidence. No, no, no. Trust them. They are coming. Songs are coming to you. Signals are coming to you. Symbols are coming to you. People are coming to you. Experiences are coming to you. There's a synchronicity in all of that. So step back. Get out of all that have-tos and should-ofs and expectations and the roles that you play. And just start to watch and pay attention. There's so much fun in it. Okay, that's all I got today. Thank you all for listening. I'll see you next time. Thank you again for being here with us today. I know that there are a million things that we are all doing every day. And the simple fact that you are here with us today, I am so very appreciative. Did you enjoy the show today? Did you have an aha? If you did, leave a comment or email me at christy at christypeck.com. We love to read your thoughts, your insights, and your wisdom. Have any questions for us? We provide the show notes. You can email me at christy at christypeck.com. Or if you're listening on the Anchor app, you can leave a voice comment or a question. If you are ready and interested to explore coaching or looking for ways to learn with me, go to my website at www christypeck.com where you will find all kinds of good opportunities. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Peace out, my friends. <music>